Welcome to Three is a Crowd. I'm Julie. And I'm Terence. So, how does anyone decide to have another kid? We're a couple debating this decision for ourselves and inviting you to listen in. It's not weird. It's a little bit weird. So this is it. The big reveal. The final episode. <laughs> if you've been listening from episode one, faithful, dear faithful listener. <laughs> good we, job. Good job. And we hope this episode gives you the resolution the end to the story that you've been hanging on for the, the closure that you've been desperate mm-hmm. for uh i think it will i think it will give you that but we're just going to get into this episode we're not going to do a big introduction i just want to let you know dear listener that this episode starts a bit strangely so it's it's still julie and i talking but in a very different context from what you're used to so it's going to sound a bit strange to start but trust me it all settles down uh, well, kind of. It <laughs> kind of settles down. I'm recording this the night before we release. Our intro is always recorded in the week in the week that we release the episode. Um, but please hang tight till the end because we will do a little closing wrap-up for our conclusion uh, to bring you up to speed to where we are today. Yeah, and today is literally the night before we release this. So if you're listening to this on the day of release, hi, hi. this is uh, Terrence and Julie from <laughs> last night. <laughs> Okay, let's get into this episode. This is the th- I've been waiting for so long for this episode to go. This is gonna be great. This is it. This is episode number six, the reveal. <laughs> but if someone said to you, "What shape do you see in the circle?" What am I doing? Okay, um, uh, it's not a faint line. It's a. It's what? Okay, I see a faint line. <gasps> Hey, I love you. I love you. Oh my gosh, what are you doing? <sighs> so what you just heard was our reaction this morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've been giving us the updates at the beginning of every episode, and I think um, it is the correct thing to do for you to give us the update for this episode. What? What's going on? Where um, are we? Okay, um, so, <laughs> so we are more than a couple of months into this journey now, and um, at least as, six episodes into the yeah, journey. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, and honestly, at this point, I honestly was like, it's just not going to happen. In fact, I was actually getting to the point of, you know, okay. Like, how do we start wrapping this process up now? Because it's going to just drag on month after month after month of just being sad. But then, uh, last night, so my period is due today, but my period always kind of gives me like a little hint that it's coming the day before. Yeah, you normally have like two or three days of some sort of warning system yeah yeah and and that hadn't happened but all the symptoms were there that were you know like could be period symptoms could be early pregnancy symptoms but last night we got back from our holiday and i just thought on a hunch let me just you know what tomorrow morning i'm gonna wake up and my period's gonna be there obviously but if it isn't i want to make sure that i don't because i normally like i'm bursting to go to the loo when i wake up and so I thought, let me just grab a cup, a disposable cup. <laughs> um, and then, you know, if I go to the loo and there's 
no period in the morning. Obviously, I'm going to have my period in the morning. But if there isn't, then I've got it by the side of the toilet. And I can just, you know, do a test, rule it out. Obviously, it means my period's coming later in the day. Maybe it's a day late, you know, being on holiday, being relaxed. It's going to be fine. Yeah, because your your period doesn't isn't like clockwork. It's never been... It's not like clockwork, but, but I've been... It's been... But you, obviously, you've been tracking it well. I've been tracking it for the last now, you know more than a couple of months and so I, I sort of have an indication of, of when it should be um so anyway it wouldn't be unheard of it to be a day later no no because it's been it's always been early mm. but you know why wouldn't it be late today <laughs> you know again yeah so i woke up i actually woke up at about six this morning um and i was too nervous to get up to go to the loo I, I, I got up at about half a six but at six I woke up and I was like no 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 because because basically what I thought was I'm gonna go to the loo and obviously any little tiny glimmer of hope I mean how we will get into it but the percentage of hope that I had for this month was so low and five, even five percent it was like five percent and you were on like 20% or something yeah. you know which was actually lower than your and any of the other months they've been get, it's been getting progressive <laughs> we've been getting progressively we thought was more realistic <laughs> yeah more realistic and yeah. so this morning you, you you so I got a you're fighting hope fighting hope so and eventually at about 6.30 just before 6.30 I crawled out of bed I sat down I obviously checked and there was nothing and I was like and then I like actually like kind of. You when know, you say there was nothing, you checked as in there's no period. There was no no yeah, I wasn't bleeding. And then I did what I'm sure many 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 women before me have come. I did a good old <laughs> fashion squeeze and check. <laughs> nothing. Happened. What do you? I don't understand what you. You're can not going to get it. The women listening will get it. Okay. Don't I, worry. You don't have to get it. But <laughs> you're just like, and nothing happened. And then I'm like, okay, I really need to pee. So I peed into the cup, but. I had to like, I was like, I wasn't sure like what my pee quality was going to be. <laughs> and it was too what, much. As in too much we or too little No, or? as in like, I don't know whether, if there's anything about what, like if there's any discrepancy around, you know, the last bit of we or the first bit of we, like what do you catch? Because it's like the first we of the morning. And so it's going to be more than a cup. Anyway, I kind of did half and half. <laughs> what do you mean half and half? As in I... I mean, we're going to cut all oh, this oh, out oh, as, as well. In, as in you weed half in the cup, half in the toilet. Yes. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, of course. And... I don't understand why you have to go through this detail, but okay. I, because I agree, we're going to cut all this out. Um, <laughs> I'm saying it with immediate regret. But anyway, you managed to weed yes, in a cup this morning. Yes, I weed in a cup. I put the test in. I just I put in an early detection test, but it's not a clear blue early detection test. It was the only test we could find. Or yes. that you had stock that you had yes. left. And it was a cheaper... It was a cheaper early detection test. It's not going to give you as many days early with as... But anyway, I was like, it's on the day of my period. So it's like 99% success rate from the day of your period, missed period. And put it in. And I always thought I was going to be like, okay, cover it. It's like not even... But then... I'm like watching it. So this one wasn't a two-line one. This one was a cross. And I don't think I've ever used a cross one before. But basically... It's it's less... It's it's easier to understand because it cross, makes, yes. positive. Yeah. If it's a single line, then it's negative. And I'm watching the first line come across. And then I'm watching 
across. And I was like, I actually was like, no, 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 no. What? Because it's not a strong second line. The first line that comes across, the, the, the negative line, right? The, vert- the horizontal line is a lot bolder. Yeah, but it was definitely there. No, I'm not saying it wasn't there, but I'm saying it's, it would be very easy to convince yourself that you're not actually seeing yeah and i don't i wear contact lenses and i don't have them on in the morning and it was like early and i'm tired but i was like what and i literally threw like got up off the loo at this test i switched on the lights i'm like Terrence, wake up wake up wake up what did you what did you experience because you were I, fast asleep i was fast asleep you switch on the lights yeah i normally on the weekends, well, for us, this is weekend because yeah. we're on leave. I'm normally the one that wakes up first. Yeah. Um, and usually, whoever wakes up, we don't switch the light on. No. So, early early start, light goes on. My wife's saying, wake up, wake up. So, I come to, the first thing I hear is you saying, wake up, wake up, wake up, in a panic state. And in my dreams that I immediately go into, like, fight or flight mode. <gasps> Sorry. No, no, no. But that was just for a moment. Yeah. And then I remembered what day it was. Yeah. And I remembered what you were going to do first thing in the morning. Yeah. And and literally within within the space of three seconds, yeah. I realized what had happened. And I realized that the only reason why you're waking me up is because you have a positive test. I must say, there's still a part of me... <laughs> that doesn't believe it's true. That doesn't believe it. And there's still a part of me that feels like we've got some false positives. Okay, how many? And then, t- okay, so <laughs> yeah. the odds of a false okay, positive, so, so I feel the, like this needs to be a fact check that you add in, but what are the odds of a false positive? False negatives happen frequently. A false positive is incredibly rare. Incredibly rare. No, uh, so so I don't know the science of it. And, and what I'm saying is I, I understand that it's not a logical disbelief. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, I'm, I'm, I think I'm protecting myself uh, or, or preparing myself mm. for for still a potential future disappointment mm. because it wasn't the strongest line. It wasn't the strongest cross. Got it. Yeah, let's pull it out. Okay, I'm not. I mean, I don't know if it's changed, but let me see. Actually, I haven't looked at this since this morning. I mean, okay. The reality is, this is stronger than it was. I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is, that is, that is clearly positive like that the horizontal and the vertical line here mm-hmm. are the same but this morning the vertical the horizontal line which if it's just a horizontal line and it's negative yeah was like a solid color yeah and the vertical line was faint in that was it was there but it was just on the verge of being faint enough for it for us to go oh, are we are mm. we are we do we have line eyes mm. at the moment right so so it wasn't completely clear enough to go a hundred percent oh yes clear yeah whereas right now like can you show me the other ones mm-hmm. so here's the thing because that one was so faint because it was an a, a cheap early detection test we then took two regular regular tests mm-hmm. and then we had a third t- oh okay so so one of these tests wait which one is the early detection test the one of the cross the, okay, the, the one on this hand. Yeah. Okay, so that is a lot clearer than it was before. So the early detection test is a lot clearer than it was this morning because that is indisputable. Yeah. 
the the normal tests, the non-early detection mm -hmm. tests, are still as faint as they were this morning. They're still like now they're visible. Mm -hmm. There's definitely a second line here. Yeah, but it's early morning. <laughs> um, we have one test that was at the time faint. We have two other tests that were also faint, mm -hmm. right? And you were asking me, do you see it? Yeah. Because you, it was faint enough for you to go. I'm I not saw it. I no, definitely you, you, saw it. I know you saw it, but I'm saying it, it wasn't like it was so, it's so strong. It's such a mm. bold line that you wouldn't need confirmation from someone else. Yeah. Is that, does that make I sense? So we have, we had three tests. Yeah. The lines were there, but the lines were faint enough that there's still a, a shadow of doubt. Then you take the clear blue digital test, mm -hmm. which unfortunately has expired. Mm -hmm. That comes back with a digital readout mm -hmm. that says pregnant. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you can't get confused with that. There's no lines that's faint or whatever. It's digital readout that says pregnant, but it is expired. Okay, so we're at so, the stage now with this episode. What do we need to do to kind of convince you? I mean, okay, can I, can I tell you? Yes. I am a lot more convinced now than I have ever been looking at this early pregnancy but I don't know if you're supposed to really trust tests beyond the first five minutes, as in... It can go away. No. It, it changes the yeah, chemistry of it. I, I don't know. I think there's something about, like, you know, you read it after, you know, read it three to five minutes and don't... Sometimes I think there's, like, um, what they call an evaporation line, which is, like, a very, 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 very faint, like, as in if you're negative, but the test has been sitting i don't know for yeah, too yeah, long yeah. but what i'm saying is that is a clearly that is that is a much bolder cross than it was this morning Maybe your eyes are just more awake and caffeinated no, no i remember in fact i have a photo of all three okay so i can show you that let me let me show you the difference for me that looks yeah, but i still see that cross as clear as daylight you can, you can see it but it's definitely fainter anyway the fact is it comes up on a photo <laughs> it's pretty indisputable. <laughs> I think I want to wait a week. Okay. <laughs> and I want to. I. I. I'm excited. I want to still be excited, but mm -hmm. I, there's a. I don't know how long it's going to be before I go. Oh no! This is this is real. <laughs> like I think mm. baby has to be in my arms. <laughs> quite frankly, it to be like really real. Yeah, I think for me it's the first ultrasound. Yeah. Seeing proof of life and a heartbeat. On the screen. To go through the first, because that's what, after the first semester, semester, trimester? No, it's um, in the middle of the first trimester. So like nine weeks? Yeah, eight, eight weeks, eight, okay. nine weeks, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, that's... I think that would be a, a I mean, obviously, from a you confirmation you're pregnant, obviously that that's, uh, that's, over, that's beyond any... <laughs> <laughs> amount of of evidence that I would need but I think then of course there's a whole bunch of other anxieties mm -hmm. and, and nerves about getting excited I mean we've we know people and we've had friends who got really excited and then face face the extreme disappointment and I think mm. this is one of those really terrible play, like points of life where mm. you can be the most excited you've ever been and be the most devastated you've ever been mm in like the space of a day <laughs> absolutely so and there's you know there's a high chance there's a 20 percent chance that this pregnancy <laughs> will not 
progress past the first trimester. Is that all pregnancies? Yeah. I mean, there are, there are some like um, statistical variations around sort of age and risk of previous miscarriage and things that would kind of change the statistic. But basically, one in four or one in five, depending on the stat, one in five is more common pregnancies end in a miscarriage in the first trimester. So miscarriage is far more common than... Because we don't hear that we know. Mis- well, mis- I mean, yeah, I think maybe maybe I'm in a space <laughs> where I hear <laughs> yeah, this a lot. A lot <laughs> so I'm 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 almost. I think that's the self protective thing for me. I'm in complete disbelief because I honestly did not think this was going to happen. Originally, when we kind of decided to jump into this, <laughs> there was a maybe a little bit of of sense of security or security is not the right word or assurance you know we've done this before yeah but seven yeah, we, years we, eight years ago we were but like cocky going into we were a little bit like eight years ago excuse the word usage <laughs> but we, we, we did like we, we were like we're gonna knock this out the park let's, yeah. let's get this done <laughs> let's get this done it'll happen <laughs> yeah. then we know like we've said we've said yes to trying effectively equals yes to having a baby yeah. and even knowing as logical as i am in time at times that this is you know it's hard and people struggle i was like well you know i didn't have i didn't intentionally tried last time that's why we had that original deal because exactly. in your mind you thought one month trying was enough of a opportunity yeah that you would feel like okay we gave it a fair shot exactly and therefore if it doesn't work after one month terence can go and have his vasectomy yeah. and we can i'll feel i'll feel i can resolve yeah. that of course after one month and and actually doing the research, realizing how low the probability yeah. was. Yeah, uh, it I, then I, didn't happen, and it didn't happen, and the sort of more it didn't happen, the more I kind of was like, okay, well now I've gone from being quite hopeful to realizing that if this happens, you know, it's probably not going to happen in a timeline that we would want because there was that sense of a a diminishing window from all the factors that we discussed in earlier episodes around the age of our children and my age. But but it wasn't completely a logic thing. You went into protecting your mind phase, which is expecting the worst and effectively saying you don't think you're ever going to be able to have a child. Yes. Um, Which also isn't true. Like that's equally as untrue as we could have a child tomorrow tomorrow <laughs> if we just wanted to exactly like both things are untrue but you but you did swing totally from one swung. side to I the totally complete swung. other i was like you know this just keeps you know not happening it's not meant to be this is not an all thing and you know and, and and even as i said this this cycle thinking you know okay we're gonna have to start the decision around when to call it because because um any pregnancy beyond this point equals a baby that comes after another birthday for me and which puts me one year older, which, you know, even just psychologically, even though it's like arbitrary, makes me feel like, you know, it's well, just... It, it, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be what you particularly It wasn't want. what I'd wanted. This was so, so, so effectively, without even knowing it, this was almost, I think, a bit of a cutoff month for me, even though we hadn't discussed it yet. It would have, we would have started having a discussion next yes. month, I think. Yes. I, I agree with you. We were in that space where next month we would have been like, ah, just starting okay, to, what does this end game look like? Exactly. We were still, you know, it was still an enjoyable 
process and it would have definitely like I mean for me I think um there's been so much that we've kind of learned from you know all the intense conversations not just the ones that we've recorded here but the conversations that we've been having this year mm. have been you know really v- like f- like fruitful and do you like what do you mean by we've had I think we've just had so many conversations uh that have you know forced us to really look at our marriage really look at our relationship with each other really look at assess our kind of um uh our feelings and fitness towards being able to take on this challenge and adventure mm. i mean it, it, you know thankfully we i guess we have a whole recorded we have a <laughs> well we have one percent of the conversations <laughs> re- yeah. recorded we have the essential parts we have the essential parts and we obviously came into the recordings you know kind of picking out saying you know what about some of the things we discussed this month let's pull out it's some the, of these threads the cliff notes of exactly all the into this conversation and even i think being able to go to know that if we weren't able to have a third child mm-hmm that we are incredibly lucky to have the life that we have Absolutely. and that we are able to we would be able to eventually lean into that life yeah and to all the good things that come with that life really well mm. and enjoy it and all the kinds of stuff that comes mm. with only having two kids as opposed to having three kids and going well, mostly for me the reverse of okay well all the good things that come with having a third child and and leaning into those mm. good things as well i think that was also the the big thing and and it's one of those moments where you realize how privileged you actually are yeah. where you have these two big choices or one big choice but two big outcomes two kids or three kids and probably both of those options are great mm. Mm. are going to be great at the very least they'll be fine yeah. <laughs> you know you know there's no like hysteria or anxiety like we can't have a third if we have a third child everything will fall apart yeah actually i mean it'll be difficult it might be a lot it might be even more difficult than we expect but i think all of our conversations have have shown me how much resilience we've built into our lives absolutely financially relationally you know with our mental health with all of these things we've we've built up a pack of resources that either way but allow us to thrive in whatever situation yeah exactly exactly and so like this has been a really valuable season for us um and i think it would be naive for me to say that i was i i knew like if we were going to wrap up the season and it was going to be a no i mean i was you know we have told one or two people about this journey in person who will be hearing it not for the first time when they hear this podcast um and you know, I was reflecting to a friend just this week, you know, that knowing that, you know, if this journey is and knowing when it closes, I need to call up my therapist. I need to really kind of commit to the mm. process of closing this chapter well, um, because it was going to be a hard close. And I think that was one of the things I, I realized. I was, I think I knew instinctively, but didn't know quite how much I wanted it until it really was an option. And then it wasn't happening. Mm. Um, so, but, but you five years ago, exact same situation if we ha- if we were in the exact same situation five years ago you might not have come to that conclusion of i know i need to go see a therapist for this i know yeah. i can get better i know i can feel better and i know i can process this mm. i just know i need to get some help to do that mm. 
you know, it would have been a case of, no, I need to be stoic. I need to, no, I can't let my husband show how disappointed I actually am. Or mm. I need to, you know, I, I, uh, this is a whole bunch of stuff that we, both you and I, wouldn't have done that would have made us less resilient to cope with whatever changes exactly. came around. So, so yeah, so that's that's exactly the kind of thing I mean. Where, where A, again, if you need to go to get mental health support, we we can make that happen, yeah. which is a huge privilege, especially in this country. And B, we would want that for each other. Mm. You know, like we want it for mm. ourselves and for each other. Like it wouldn't be a a shocking yeah. thing if if that would happen. So, and I think maybe because this journey's been so intentional, you know, even just today. I mean, I think we've been checking in on each other, and I mean, I think you had a very, you know, I wasn't sure how you were going to react, but I think you were. There was a fair amount of disbelief this morning. You know, and you, like <laughs> we've got the recorded evidence, and I'm like, I'm seeing the lime, buddy. Like <laughs> it's there. Um, but yeah. but I think having because we've been. You know, I understand that even though we've chosen this and we have actively chosen this, you can choose something and it can still be complex, right? It can still be overwhelming when it happens, even when you chose it. You can still be, your your reaction can still be unpredictable. Yeah. And I think having some grace for each other, maybe five years ago, I would have been like quite disappointed or taken aback or, or not not that, disappointed that, that I wasn't jumping um, off the jumping up and down on the bed and yeah not not taken aback what's the word I'm looking for like uh insecure insecure yes. oh my gosh this man is gonna wanna you know run for the hills so so what's interesting is that I still don't think you know why my reaction was as muted as it was this morning Okay, why, why, why it wasn't as big as you thought it was going to be. I think you saw that disbelief and, and the muted reaction as a, oh, no, he's suddenly anxious and maybe like there's a moment of regret or like fear or, or like anxious. Like, yeah, like he's suddenly anxious about having a third child. That's actually not what it is. My, 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 my muted tone was actually more the, as a result of your... You know, we spoke earlier now about your pendulum swing from, mm. oh yeah, we can definitely fall pregnant. It's going to happen. To oh, it's never going to happen. It we it's impossible. It's incredibly unlikely. No, no, no. Even last night, that was your language. Yeah, I was like, this is not. I'm going to wake up and have a period. Obviously, and, and you were doing that to protect yourself, right? Because you know, like we were saying, it would, it would be pretty devastating if you did discover that you couldn't have children if you couldn't fall pregnant at all, right? If that was something we discovered, and I worry that with these tests, your my 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 disbelief and my muted re- response was like, okay, these are early detection tests. They're not like screaming, "You're pregnant! You're pregnant! You're pregnant!" It's not a doctor with a blood test saying it. It's not you're not three months pregnant. Um, it's not a hundred percent certain, and and that level of it could still not happen, mm. um, or it could happen and it could be and it could be a miscarriage very early on, um, but more about it it not being real, um, it being a false positive, the test being bad, us not reading it properly, it being too early, whatever it is, and you having to go through that experience mm. of n- now of of having built up your guard mm. 
then letting your guard down and get and allowing yourself to feel excited mm. and to be legitimately excited about this thing that you really want and then to have that devastation that it come come down on you i was really really worried about that for you mm. so so i was kind of trying and I, and I wasn't doing this i wasn't doing this um thoughtfully it was just my 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 gut instinct was to kind of like secure the fort that you had built over the last yeah. few months yeah. to protect yourself and i was like okay i think it was yeah a case of like okay she needs to be excited about this like she should be excited about this she 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 deserves to be excited about this she deserves to be but she also deserves to also have someone holding down the fort being calm slowing things down maybe being a little bit of a of a basically reversing the roles yeah 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 because i think it is important for someone to be like slowing everything down and, and p- pressing the brakes and, and having the other person like press the accelerated pedal to go mm. like I think that's what help what works in a relationship mm. but to know that sometimes those roles switch yeah and I just felt like this morning there was a role switch <laughs> um and and so it wasn't because I'm not excited it wasn't because I'm not um that that if this is actually happening that I'm not overjoyed and excited and can't wait for this to happen and and that i'm not having these giddy moments in my in the pit of my stomach just thinking about you getting pregnant and 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 having a, a little one crawling around our grass and mm-hmm. you know having having a little one cuddle in and all, all the stuff all the good stuff we spoke about over the last few episodes i'm very excited about those things but until we get there you're going to be going through the most and and I'm already feeling that kind of dad responsibility of like securing everything, mm, mm. <laughs> like nailing everything down to make sure that everyone's okay. Yeah, no, I, and I get that. I understand that. I think also the thing around the test is knowledge, you know, that yes. I have around tests. Yes, um, totally. So we have four very positive <laughs> tests in front of us. Like that doesn't happen. Also, they all they all look cheap to me. They all look very <laughs> I, I bought them myself, so you know, and they're different types and brands, and so I guess I I know that I know how rare it is to get a false positive. It happens, but it is really rare. Four false positives. Three of them weren't even early detection. No, exactly, ones. exactly. So, so so I think it's sort of based off of that. That you know, and also I mean I I have seen fainter pregnancy tests that are positive i mean where you are really squinting yeah yeah, yeah, um, yeah. i think my initial reaction is you know it's so different from last time where i kind of took one because similar kind of symptoms but i was like i mean i was further along and a colleague was like you know maybe you should just take a test i was like what i hadn't thought about it because there's just no way um you know this was just a different kind of moment and i guess i'm glad that we could be present in that moment and even yeah, if and even I, if this I, doesn't I hope happen, I, didn't, I hope I didn't like ruin the moment for you. No, no, I don't think no, no. I mean, I, I didn't think that we were going to be. First of all, we're not like part of being that advanced maternal paternal age. We're not. not <laughs> we're not twenty two year olds jumping on a bed, jumping on the couch. Exactly. Oprah, that yeah. that wasn't going to happen. We had children sleeping, you know. Um and yeah. Um, you know, so so but I mean I think it was it was shock because it was shocking. Um, but it wasn't, you know, you weren't 
<laughs> we weren't swearing you weren't like running away you weren't you know so so I, I think I think you responded almost as, as I would expect you to respond mm. um I had no clue how I was going to respond until I saw it but then I was like nope this is this is this is real this is this is real the next one's real <laughs> oh my gosh oh my gosh I'm pregnant this is weird right because in one in one sense it's the end of this journey Mm. You know, it's the, it's the end of the original purpose of this podcast. Because the original purpose of this podcast was to ask the question, how do people get to a point of deciding to have the next child? Or the first child or the next child, whatever the next, whatever, one, two, three, or four, whatever the number, five, six, seven, whatever the number is. And then it morphed into, okay, well, while you're making this decision and you're potentially trying, what does that look like what does it feel mm. like how do people with maybe different ideas of what their lives look like bring those ideas together mm. and find a way forward to be excited about whatever it is now we're at a point where we've done all those things and on one hand i kind of thought that if we were going to continue to try then it would have morphed again into what is that like? How long do you continue to try? When do you, you know, at first it's how do you decide to start trying? And then it would morph into how you decide to stop trying. Yeah. You know, that's that seemed like the natural story arc. And then you decided to go get pregnant. <laughs> totally on my own. Totally, on your own. totally I, independent. I you had nothing to do with that. I was, you know... I don't know where I was, but <laughs> no, I was definitely there. So this does feel like the end of the journey. And then obviously the start of another journey, which which ends hopefully after nine months. And then that's another journey starts <laughs> after that. So, so are we just going to be creating different variations of podcasts going forward? <laughs> I mean, maybe it seems to be a really good way for us to process our information. <laughs> but maybe this should be the end of the podcast. You know, we've answered the question. This is the way we went about this process. Is it a way we should th we think everyone else should go about this process? Probably not. You might not need to buy audio recording equipment. <laughs> and every and every few weeks go, oh, we better record this episode. Yeah. And every time you have a conversation about something, go, do you know what? This is a good episode. We should record it. You might not need to go through that way. Um, you might not need to make a deal about vasectomy or no vasectomy yep. you might not have to debate and argue and con you know trying to convince the other person and do a pros and cons list the way we did but we got through this very tumultuous and potentially relationship maybe not ending but definitely relationship touring conversation without any of those things happening yeah there, there, there wasn't arguments. There was a lot of understanding. There was a lot of listening, especially from me. Um, uh -huh. I have the audio to prove it because I edited it and there are long parts where <laughs> that second microphone is very quiet. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to end this. No. It's one of those stupid, again, talking about cheesy movies, it's one of those stupid movies that end with, you know, where it says the end and then they scratch at the end and it says 
beginning. You know, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's cheesy. That's way too cheesy. No, I, I, I think maybe we end this with a few reflections on the journey. <laughs> Takeaways. I mean, I think, yes, it's been a conversation that we've been having through the course of this year on the podcast. But it's also been a conversation. It's actually been years in the three makings. years in the making. I think it's also important to contextualize that this was not something where we like had never spoken about it, then decided let's start speaking about it and put the microphone on. <laughs> um, it's been three years. And I kind of can't believe how the conversation has grown and progressed and how we've kind of found each other. There was a time. There was a time when it didn't look like we were going to find each other. Absolutely, there was a time in those three years where it looked like we were always going to be at odds. Yeah, and and where you were going to be miserable, and I was going to be miserable about this particular issue, and it really did feel like there was no resolution out of that that wasn't going to be very very difficult mm. for at least one of us to deal with but because it was going to be difficult for one of us to deal with the other one would also find that difficult yeah. i think that was weirdly the problem but also the benefit because neither of us wanted the other one to lo- to quote unquote lose mm. i guess that's why we kept having the conversation over and over <laughs> again because we kept like coming back to it and going like well if there is a way for us to have a third child because i know it would make julie happy or for not 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 just to make you happy, but like I know this will make you happy. So if there is a way that I could be happy about it, let's exp- mm. like I'm willing to explore that mm. because I prefer you to be happy than not happy. And I know we've had conversations where you've said the same thing. Like if there was a way, yeah, you could just be content, just be content, and pick a different kind of path for us, and have that be really. Obvious, and I think maybe that's also the learning is that I almost thought, in one sense, it would be very obvious one way or the other. Um, relocation, or you know, like a big, big life event that kind of goes, okay, no. And that wasn't, I'm sure that's a story for many people, but that wasn't what happened to us. Have our circumstances changed over the since we started this conversation probably in earnest about three years ago? Yes, they have. I mean, we, we have moved. A number of things have happened. But yeah, a lot has happened in the last three a, years. A lot has happened. But in one sense, I, I just think you know it hasn't been like life-altering. What I think has been more like refined has been the process of us really figuring out how to be the best kind of support person and really try to understand the other person's point of view Mm. and to kind of also really look at what the various different options could present um, because there wasn't actually the clearest, there wasn't like anything, there was no sign. We didn't come, I don't know, someone didn't come and say, you're going to have a baby or you should have a baby. Do you know what I mean? Like, Uh, I don't know what the sign for having a baby is, but but we didn't get that either. uh, And again, normally... All of the other big decisions decisions we ever made in our life, the ones that were worked out well were decisions that we both knew was the right decision. Mm-hmm. Getting married, you know, moving into our first you know flat where we bought our first flats, adopting Liam, moving into this house, jobs that both you and you mm-hmm. and I like. When there were moments when we were both like, yes, 
we've always been happy with that decision mm. years later and this has been one of those times when we just have not <laughs> been able to get into the right space when we were both yes about it and i think that's where where we struggled but but i agree with you i think just being able to see each other and hear each other and assume the best of each other mm. i think that was the other thing to like no my wife is not nagging me to have a third child She's not trying to guilt trip me into that. She's not trying to cajole me into that as much as I joke about you trying to f- push me into having a third child. Like, that, I know that would be the worst possible thing for you. You would not want to be seen as that or Absolutely. do that. And and just assuming that about you did make it easier to go, okay, so so I'm not thinking the worst of her. <laughs> or, or if, if I can assume that she has the best intentions what does that actually mean? What does that mm-hmm. look like? How do we do? How do? How can we process this endeavor? Mm-hmm. Thinking that, thinking the best, the best of you. And I think we're just we're just not we we've maybe lost some of the naivety around a, a you know an absolute there's an absolute right or wrong way, mm. um, which I think maybe you know ten years ago that would have been our. our frame of reference to you but okay yeah sure sure (laughs) but you know whereas i think it's been really abundantly clear that either way there's going to be some wins Mm. and either way there's also going to be some hardships i mean there's no no we have no clue what the future holds of the next nine months um it couldn't be a miscarriage it could be a hard pregnancy it could be you know, it could be a really great pregnancy. I don't know. See, I was, I, and this is what I, what I immediately now what you were saying. The, the first thing I wanted to do was, like I was saying earlier, take the reverse role. As soon as you start saying it's going to be, could be a difficult pregnancy. It could be, mm. you know, a, a, sh- a short pregnancy. It could be, and I can immediately go, oh, maybe it's going to be like a really easy. You know, you have to, you have these women who have really easy pregnancies. They, you know, they, they hardly feel it. There's no like major. I say hardly feel it. I mean, like relatively to like the difficult pregnancies, like. You know, things go the way they're supposed to go and the birth process is as smooth as it could be and you feel fulfilled and it's lovely and the baby comes out with a full head of hair, gurgling and wonderful and happy and amazing. And that could also happen. So, what I, but what I was trying to say is that we actually just don't know. There's mm-hmm. some challenges. There's going to be some tightening of belts financially. There's going to be some, you know, moving around of space in our home and we'll squash in the car and hold, you know, as in the, as the harder part of the journey. But there's also going to be this incredible joy with this new person, hopefully mm-hmm. joining our family. Mm-hmm. On the other side, it could have been, you know, that this journey ended and it would have been a lot of grief with no no baby at the end of it no pregnancy um but a potentially a bunch of joy and you know kind of settling into a rhythm that we're currently in anyway but just really leaning into it so i I guess i think that is um when i talk about the naivety it's it's you know seeing the the good isn't diminished by the hardship and Mm -hmm. the hardship isn't um surprise (laughs) isn't a surprise but it isn't also just um, made invisible by the good like you kind of you, you hold both yeah. yeah and and that's okay it's like we found a way to be content in whatever reality we're in you know yeah. so that doesn't mean that we're not we're that we're oblivious to the reality that we're in so if we couldn't if you weren't able to fall pregnant and we um decided that we weren't going to continue trying and we close that door completely, the reality is, yeah, there would be grief. 
there would be a sense of loss. There would be a sense of what if, right? Regret maybe. But there was, there's still a way that you can be content in that reality. Mm-hmm. So we're not ignoring those feelings. We deal with those feelings. We work through them. We get the help that we need to, to, to you know, process them properly. And even while you're feeling those feelings, you can still be content in the fact that you have two wonderful kids. You have a sexy um, farmhand-esque <laughs> husband. You have a wonderful home. You have friends. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? So, so... I agree with you. It's not about being oblivious to the tough parts of the reality, but it's being able to take on the those tough parts and also be aware that they are good parts and finding contentment in that. Yeah, yeah. And that contentment isn't something that happens right away. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not even as you said. No, I'm not. Fu- you know, I'm obviously excited, but I'm not um, naive to the fact that there's hard there's you know there are hard parts and there will be even some some loss of you know sleep and um, flexibility and money and a whole bunch of things coming our way that will also have to be dealt with but it's it's possible because we have realistic ideas of the picture yes of of what the picture was going to be either way Mm. um but obviously we're really as it stands happy that we've got the picture that we've got happy that we got the picture that we got yes it still feels like a hazy picture to me though i think that's the thing that's where my again that is where my 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 hesitancy comes it's not whether or not i'm happy with the picture that we got is that i i you know if you were six months pregnant and like you're really starting to show and our kids are talking to the baby through your tummy and you know you're waddling a bit or whatever i think i'd be a lot more content with that picture yeah you know it's a little bit abstract right now exactly it's exactly abstract and i've never been good with abstract i'm a very pragmatic very literal person i do, i can't do metaphor i can't do you know i, I i'm not good with art <laughs> you know like i'm a very very like i'm like drax from guardians of the galaxy like whatever you say i take it on the word value that you're saying <laughs> and and right now everything is metaphorical and abstract and and so it's, I feel like the picture I have in my mind of of where we're at right now and what our future is going to be like is very very hazy. But I am looking forward to the next few weeks and months as that picture coalesces a bit more, and I start to see what it's actually going to be like. Because also once I can see once the once those once that image gets a bit more solid, a lot like that that pregnancy test. Once the line is solid, I can decide how i'm going to react mm-hmm. i can choose my, my my reaction i can choose my path forward as right now I don't feel like i have the correct information to know how to act effectively for everyone yeah. and so i'm feeling i'm feeling like i'm i'm, I'm on uncertain ground mm-hmm. we have someone who says he doesn't like metaphors i am using a lot of metaphors in yeah. this statement so so i do feel like yeah i'm on i'm on really shaky ground and and i i feel like i'm not sure how to keep everyone safe i hear you have to see. I have no clue when we're going to release this, but we have to do some sort of a post post edit <laughs> reflection yeah. when we get closer to the time. Okay. I love you. I love you too. Well done. Egg good good job. Egg. Good job of getting pregnant. Good job, Summers. Good job, Egg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go team. <laughs> you have such a cute laugh. I just think it's so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we recorded that episode on the 11th of July, mm-hmm. 2023, of our Lord, whatever they say. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell we're still kind of giddy from all of this news. Uh, it is now the 28th of September, mm-hmm. so there has been several weeks, in fact, several scans yep. since we recorded that episode. Correct. We are very happy to say that it's been pretty smooth sailing so far. I have made it out of the first trimester and we are about 15 weeks along now, which is crazy. We are officially having a baby in the first quarter of next year. So I have to ask, because we we recorded that literally the day we found out you were pregnant, it's now been, you know, like you're saying, quite a few weeks since then. Listening to yourself talk about your feelings, your situation. Uh, was there anything that surprised you about the way you were talking about that day? I think it was just obvious how surreal it was because it was just so unexpected. We really were getting ready, as we said in the episode, to kind of close up shop and, and make the decision that obviously it was meant to be, you know, two and done. Three was, in fact, a crowd we were not willing to entertain. And so I think it was just a complete overwhelming this is not quite real reality like it isn't possible it just yeah i can and i can hear that in our voice yeah and how how was like for you to listen (laughs) back to yourself so i definitely sound a weird mixture of calm and anxious Mm -hmm. i don't hear a lot of excitement in my voice in this whole episode um which is strange because thinking back i was very excited like the 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 overwhelming feeling that I've had over the last few weeks, over the last two months, has been that of excitement. Mm. And I don't feel that was very well represented in that episode. You were in disbelief, though. You could not believe, yes. despite having us literally sitting in this exact same spot in July with four positive pregnancy tests on your lap. It was <laughs> like you just <laughs> could not will your brain to compute that this was real. I think because of all the conversations we've had, And also just in general, that moment is very complex, right? And I think I kind of dug into that in the episode. So I can hear my brain processing the complexity. Mm. And, you know, I I like the fact that we recorded it on the day because we we are now, we now listened to a real, (laughs) what we were actually thinking and experiencing at that moment. But the problem is, is that my brain hadn't had enough time to process the complexity of the feelings. So I I wasn't able to get... accurately across how I was actually feeling whereas mm-hmm. now I can look back and go yes I was anxious about what if something goes wrong what if the tests are, are, are false positive what if you know there's this you know in the early weeks something you know it doesn't go the way we had hoped we hoped it would go you know all those anxieties were there but also all of the excitement also all of the like when can we start telling people when can we start you know getting into when can we start buying baby stuff when can we start talking about how we're going to change the house like also experiencing all of those anxiety um, those excitements as well um so now i can explain that a lot clearer than than i could back then but wow since then we've had uh, two baby scans mm-hmm. baby is doing oh so well mm-hmm. you're doing such a good job mm. it's definitely uh, more apparent this time around <laughs> it's like i thought i'd given my uterus a good good number of years to you know get back into its fit physical shape but apparently the muscle memory was there it's like <laughs> at week 11 it was like you are pregnant and it was getting really difficult to keep this under wraps and the first trimester which which you just got through yeah. was was a bit of a rough one it was my um quote unquote advanced maternal age i think 
<laughs> it was. I was definitely really tired and and quite uh, queasy at very specific points in the day, every single day. But our boys, I think we can speak about a little bit, segue to our boys a little bit, because I'm sure people must be curious how they've responded. I mean, they've just been phenomenal. Um, and when I was so sick, um, they were just so kind and so caring, checking up on me, asking if they could bring me some water. Or, oh, mom, can I make you a cup of tea? Mom, do you need a back rub? They, how is this we call the the baby the proton you know how's the proton treating you today and I just can't help but compare this time around even though I was so much younger last time but chasing a toddler crawling baby <laughs> and being pregnant like it's just in one sense this is very much not like my baby or even our baby is in you and me but it's like our family's baby and it's oh, very yeah. exciting yeah we've all taken ownership including the boys and mm-hmm. uh, I think all of that daydreaming that we had about what the boys, how the boys are going to respond, how we hope they would respond with, you know, talking to the baby through your tummy mm. and being all excited about it and thinking about all the little games they're going to play and how they're going to use the baby to manipulate you to get them more cookies. <laughs> they're literally saying and planning all this stuff. So, so it's really gone as wonderfully as we could have hoped. Have they surprised you in any way? Um, one of them has. Mm-hmm. The, the one, there was one in the lead up to all of this that has that was begging mm-hmm. one of our sons was begging us to have a child have another baby and he was very excited he found out he 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 was the second person after me to find out <laughs> that you were pregnant um and he was super excited that the other child um who was a little bit more ambivalent or maybe not even not even ambivalent just uninterested in the mm. idea he's been mm. really switched on so switched on and and more than anything Maybe not so excited about being an, a, a, an older brother, but more, like you're saying, very caring. How's mom doing? Is mm. she okay? Like really stepping into the role of, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be one of the older people in the family now. And so I need to... I need to take a little bit of control and I need to like be more responsible, which is, which has been really nice to see. It's been really precious. And yeah, we've just, the family and few friends who do know at this stage before it now is officially out in the world <laughs> yeah. have been so kind and so caring. And I think that was something that I had mentioned in the podcast a few times that I was really worried that we were going to be judged quite harshly and maybe the judgment's still coming, but we've actually from the, what's been forthcoming towards us has been nothing but support and encouragement the amount of screams you have received (laughs) from your friends without fail there has been like shaky fists of excitement and squeals yeah and i've i've gotten quite a few pats in the back um yeah my friend just bought this baby its first proper brand new to it little like outfit set yeah. and little lovey teddy and blanket and i just was like you're you know you're not just a figment of the imagination you no. exist and are coming and you are loved and treasured and, and it's, yeah, so loved it's amazing I mean, this baby has so many aunts and uncles mm. just waiting for like non-family non-related non-related aunts and uncles all over the place that's just so excited for this baby so so we've we've felt very loved and supported by by our close friends and family um yeah. So where to next? Because this is the end of, of a chapter for well, us. Well, I mean, look, we're going to be pretty busy for the next <laughs> conceivable lifetime. Um, but I, I also wanted to say, 
that you know for the last five weeks or now six weeks as we've released this podcast talk you know we've been talking about the great support we've had from our friends and family but getting all the support we've got from you you know the people who's been listening to this podcast messaging in saying that you know they've related to the conversations or maybe they haven't related to the conversations but have been really grateful for like the open space and to hear a couple talk in the way we've we've spoken that's been really i felt very supported by that too because Absolutely. a lot of people amazing. have been saying a little bit back patty but like oh you guys really sound like you care about each other that you're ready to support each other that like it sounds like you as a couple are in a good space and to to read people say that about us kind of makes me feel like we've got this you know? yeah and, and i thought we had it i knew you know when we started this journey i'm like we've got this but to, but to have other people look in and go oh no those people are going to be fine have been pretty has been pretty cool yeah i think i've just been so so touched every single person who maybe maybe like if it was me i guess it would i'm an awe about whether it would be weird to drop a message or a dm or whatsapp but go ahead and do it anyway it's not weird it's so wonderful we've just been so appreciative and i think i've been so encouraged that beyond it just being entertaining or enjoyable to listen to you and i banter and <laughs> um we never did get to that constant yeah. <laughs> um that it's that it's had the effect that we also really hoped it would have is that it was kind of allowing people to have a tool to refer to to spark conversations that they were wanting to have i just received a message from a listener today saying you know that her and her partner have been umming and eyeing about whether or not to start a family and she's sort of sent him the podcast and they've been listening to it and discussing what this means for their own relationship um and that's that's i mean really cool yeah little little scary i'm yeah, like yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Not, it's not a textbook guys it's yeah, just yeah, a, please, <laughs> please, that. Please, like please. let's end the podcast <laughs> the way we started this is not us telling you how to do this we are not esther perel absolutely okay? we, we are, have no qualifications no, in this field we are just here to julie <laughs> and we're just telling you showing you rather how how we we've did done it. it but if it sparks if if listening to us sparks conversation like you would when you're at a dinner table with friends and they're sharing their experience and you go hmm how would we apply that you know then that's been a really cool no, outcome what i'm trying to do is try to take all the credit but none of the culpability oh, so if we can keep that vibe <laughs> okay, going okay, okay. so yes we sparked the conversation but we have no responsibility for the <laughs> results of that conversation <laughs> absolutely yeah but but i think i think you know the next chapter i mean i know we did our, our instagram live um last week answering some of your questions and there was a real sense of what's going to happen for season two i think as you've said you know this has been this has been a real creative project and with that's just given me such a new respect for podcasters and obviously you've been doing this for a lot longer and you have another podcast and but for me just stepping into the space and thinking how much i mean if we have we've had conversations about the conversations about the conversations like conversations <laughs> about the topic of having another baby or not then conversations about how we spark the conversation and how those conversations are being received it's just and the angle of the it's conversation just, and who's this for and what should the artwork be like, like and what are we trying to say yeah. this way and should we even say this exactly, thing at all exactly like we now actually need to pivot our time into like planning to get our lives in order to welcome this baby so <laughs> that being said that being said mm -hmm. if there is a big response for a season two mm -hmm. and there are a lot of people saying we would love to hear a season two and we would love for season two to be focused on 
this particular issue or for season two to maybe have us chat to other couples to see how they dealt with these issues or something along that mm-hmm. line i wouldn't be opposed to that yeah. but 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 i need you listening right now to let us know that that's the case definitely and to be gracious that the timeline will be dependent on a heavily pregnant geriatric advanced maternal aged woman um, or someone or a couple in the throes of the postpartum newborn sleepless life. I'm, just, I'm want, just saying. Do you think people would want a last trimester podcast? Oh my gosh. Where Julie just... <laughs> With a live stream... <laughs> Where Julie labor. just grunts <laughs> at the labor. <laughs> no, I I just you know I know day. I've been vulnerable. I know we've like let people in deep, but not that deep. It's like I don't know. Is this ten centimeters or not? Let's take a look. <laughs> Let's have a poll. Is Julie <laughs> the styling enough to start pushing? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a parasocial relationship gone too far. Absolutely, we will not do that. Okay. But I, I think it would get so many views. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that's the wrong kind of views in all the way. No, <laughs> I definitely think we can explore a second season. I'm sure we will because this has been so fun. This has been such a great way for us to connect as well, recording it. But I think for the meantime, I'm sure that we'll be sharing lots about this journey that we've had to keep under wraps from social media yeah. for the last, you know, we found out at four weeks. So the last sort of nine weeks, and I'm really excited to be able to post and share some of the um, content that we've already captured in the first trimester. And so I think we'll probably focus on that for a bit and then, and then see, see when we're feeling like we want to sit down and talk to each other again. Oh yeah. I'm so tired of you right now. <laughs> it's sitting across comfortably waiting for me to finish setting everything up yep um but in all seriousness i've really enjoyed doing this with you yeah this has, this been, has been really fun yeah so thank you so much for listening of course all the episodes are still going to be available on all of the platforms so if you either want to go back and listen to something that you thought you may have missed uh maybe you just jumped into this last episode because you just <laughs> oh, that'll be confusing because you just wanted the spoiler that's fine but maybe go back and listen or if you want to share the whole season with um, a friend or someone you think would benefit from listening to it please do just send them you can find all the links on afrodaddyct when you go to Instagram or pop us an email afrodaddyct at gmail.com and we'd love to hear from you we'd love to know about your thoughts about the podcast and whether or not you would like to hear more about this kind of thing mm-hmm. sounds like three three was a crowd we're willing to engage in there's so many kids so many kids (laughs) we're gonna be so tired next year